Take your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter 1. I'm going to preach kind of part 2 of last Wednesday. You will not need last Wednesday night's Bible study to understand tonight, but I do need you to, to listen and I do need you to get your Bibles ready. We're going to use quite a bit of scripture tonight. We are looking at verse number 17, Romans chapter 1, verse number 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, and here's the statement, the just shall live by faith. Now that statement, the just shall live by faith, if you remember last Wednesday night, I said it's mentioned four times exactly the same way in Scripture. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse number 4, I believe, here in Romans chapter 1, Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, and in Hebrews, all four places, it says, the just shall live by faith. And we looked last week at those, that, that first part, the just, being justified. And that means being lined up. It's our standing with God. We are unrighteous, and when we get saved, God justifies us, and that allows us to stand before him just as if we had no sin on our account. And we saw that that justification comes by salvation, but we also are justified in the sight of man by how we live. We are not justified to God by our works, but we're justified to our fellow man by how we work. Now listen to this very carefully here. That's only the first part of it, the just. I want you to notice the next part of that statement. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Tonight I want us to talk about that statement, by faith. Now... Uh, I want you to, to look back just a, a, a hair, and I want you to see something in verse 17 that goes with the last part of that. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed, here's an interesting statement, from faith to faith. Then it says, the just shall live by faith. Now watch this. A just person is a saved person correct all right but god says the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith and that the just person shall live by faith oh that means there's two faiths revealed from faith to faith what does it mean from faith to faith does this mean that we live by the uh, faith of getting saved? No. Faith for salvation is different than the faith by which we live after salvation. Now watch this. When we get saved by faith, Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith. In other words, for by grace are we justified by grace. Correct? Now watch this. But it also says the just shall live by faith. Once you get saved and you use the faith that God gives you, and we'll get into that in a moment, and you trust Jesus Christ as a Savior, listen to me, the moment you do that, there is a realm of faith to the just that's opened up for which, by which you can live. 
The world cannot live by faith because their spirit is dead. And they don't understand the riches of glory by Christ Jesus. They don't understand the glory of the faith after we're saved. You mean you tithe and give 10% to the church? Look how much more you could do. They don't understand living by faith and by obedience to the things of God. And it has to be revealed from faith of salvation to the faith of living by faith after we're saved. So there are two faiths. Now, listen to this very carefully, and I think I can help you. I want us to look at these faiths tonight, and I want you to understand there's two different faiths. One for salvation, and one for which, or by which, we who are saved, the just, shall live. Does that make sense? Now watch this. Turn to, uh, well, we're, first of all, we're justified by faith. We're saved by faith. Turn to Romans chapter 5. We're going to use quite a few book verses tonight, so <laughs> be ready. Romans chapter 5, look at verse number 1. Therefore, and I want you to, when I stop, read out loud, loudly with me. Therefore, being justified by what? Faith. Oh, justified. Saved, right? Saved by what? Faith. Faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus, by whom also we have access by Faith. into this grace wherein we stand. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. You mean we can glory when there's problems? Yes, because we live by faith. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because of the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now watch this. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commandeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sin uh, sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him, for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now received the atonement. Now I want you to notice something. We're justified by faith. We receive the atonement, which is salvation, by faith. We get saved by faith. That's what Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that, and that what? And that faith is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Say, what, what do you mean that faith is not even of ourselves? Turn to Romans chapter 12. I wouldn't fight with anybody over this statement, but I, I don't think it's necessarily a, a good statement to make. 
When somebody says, well, you need to put your faith in Jesus Christ. You don't have any faith, you're dead. God even has to give us the faith necessary for salvation. Look at Romans chapter 12, verse number 3. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Did you know God has placed in the life of every human being the faith necessary to be saved? For by grace are you saved through faith, and that, and that faith is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. God hath given to every man the measure of faith. That means every human being has enough faith that God gave them to invest it and be saved. Now watch this. That's why I don't play with this garbage of, well, how sincere are you? If you realize you're a sinner, there's a penalty on sin and you're on your way to hell and Jesus paid that price and you're willing to accept it, by faith you can be saved. Well, did you mean it with all your heart? I love my wife. We've been married almost 34 years. We went on our first date, October 10th, 1987. I pulled that out and didn't even have it written down. That was a long time ago. Hush. Now, wait a minute. I thought I loved her when we got married. I love her a whole lot more now after 34, almost 34 years of marriage. Yeah, I didn't, she didn't get it right, but I did. Now, wait a minute. Now, watch this. Did I mean it with all my heart? Well, enough to stay married 34 years. I understand it a whole lot better now. Believe me. I said I do. Now she says I did what? Now, now hang on for a second here. This, this thing of trying to measure, well, how sincere are you? I don't find anything in the scripture that talks about sincerity. Well, if there's not emotion. Folks, I've led people to the Lord that had zero emotion. I mean, none. That came to church, got baptized, and are still in church. And I mean, they were like talking to a dial tone. Some of you don't know what a dial tone is. Now, wait a minute. I've talked, I've led others to Christ crying, weeping, thought, man, they really got a good dose of it and never saw them again. Which one really meant it? I say both of them do. Who am I to judge? If they were willing to stop and listen to the gospel and respond to the gospel, who am I to judge? Everybody doing okay? They're justified to God by their faith. Now, they may not be justified to man, but just because they're not justified to man does not mean they're not justified to God. Turn to Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. If you ever want to really understand the doctrine of salvation, read and reread and reread and reread the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 2, look at verse number 16. 
knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the what? Faith of Jesus Christ. Now look at me. We're not even justified by our faith. We're justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. So where do we get this faith of Jesus Christ? God given to every man the measure of faith. Now keep going. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ... We ourselves are also found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, am dead to the law that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I live, in, in the life, uh, in, hang on here. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. I went from quoting to reading, and I lost my place. You get these sometimes disease, and you really get messed up. Amen. Now, notice where it talks about by the faith of Jesus Christ, by the faith of Christ, by the faith of the Son of God. Now, turn to Galatians chapter 3, verse 21. Just a page over or so. Galatians three twenty-one. Is the law then against the promise of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. Oh, there's never been a law that gives life. Now watch this. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up under the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by what? Faith. But after that, faith has come. We are no longer under the schoolmaster. It's this uh, monitor. Can you unplug it for me? We got the boogeyman coming. Uh, thank you. I think that was it. Whatever it was stopped, so we killed it. Uh, now, I want you to notice something. We are not justified by the law by works. We're justified by faith and not even our faith. We're justified by the faith of Jesus Christ and God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, when we put our faith that God gives us in the gospel, salvation takes place. Our righteousness cannot justify us. Faith in our own ability to be righteousness cannot save us. You cannot have enough righteousness to save you because you're not saved by righteous your righteousness. You're saved by faith in his righteousness. Yes, sir. Go back to Romans chapter 3. 
Romans chapter 3. I'm laying a big foundation here, and don't worry, we're going somewhere. Romans chapter 3, look at verse number 22. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of man? No, Jesus Christ. Huh. So our righteousness doesn't matter, does it? By the way, that's why we shouldn't judge somebody's salvation because it's not by their righteousness, it's by God's. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be the propitiation through what? Faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believe believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Wow. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision, which are the Jews, by faith, and the uncircumcision, the Gentiles, through faith. <coughs> Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish the law. Isn't it amazing? Faith does not negate the law, it establishes the law. Faith doesn't take right and wrong away, it makes right that much more right and wrong that much more wrong. Turn to Romans 10. I know we use some of these verses in soul winning, but some of these are, we, we fail to read because we think we know the whole chapter, but hang on. Romans chapter 10, look at verse number 6. But the righteousness, which is of what? Faith, speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Oh, kind of sounds like Isaiah 14, or Isaiah 7, doesn't it? Or Isaiah 14. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit in the seat of the Most High. I will be like God. Sounds like Lucifer, doesn't it? Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ, bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart, that is the word of faith, watch this, which we preach. The word of faith, which we preach. Mark that statement, we'll come back to it in a moment. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Oh, we believe unto righteousness. We don't work unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture, key word there. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call in him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? Now shall they hear without a preacher. And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. And bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the what? Word of God. Now look at me. Notice that the Bible says the word of faith. Then it says in verse 17, faith cometh by Hearing and hearing by the word of God. I hold in my hands the word of faith. This is the faith of Jesus Christ. These are the words of faith. Everybody doing okay? Now hang on. Faith for salvation opens the door to a life of salvation or a life... After salvation, by faith. Go back to Romans chapter 4. Look at verse number 1. I want you to notice Abraham is mentioned here. Now look at me. Abraham was over 500 years before Moses. Before the Ten Commandments. Before the Levitical law. Before the moral laws. What most people call the law. Correct? Okay. Look at verse number one. What shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory. But not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not to reckon of grace but of debt. But to him that worketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. His what? Faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth Righteousness without works. Now look at me. When we get saved, we are putting the faith God gives us into the gospel to save us. But that unlocks a door and a very new realm by which we can live by faith. So it is from faith to faith that the just live. Does that make sense? We are saved by the faith of Jesus Christ that God gave us when we put it in the gospel. At that moment, 
we're justified, we are then just, and God then unlocks a door that opens an entire new realm by which we can live that the lost world knows not of. If the lost world came here, they think we're nuts. Most of us are. But can I tell you something? Notice the Bible says the gospel of peace. That's not talking about tranquility. Peace is a result of battle. How beautiful are they that preach the gospel of peace. Did you know it's a war to take the gospel to people? Amen. Making phone calls. Knocking on doors. Getting cussed out. Coming back and listening to the nasty voicemails. Oh yeah. You'd be surprised. It could be a battle. But that's okay. I'm not accountable for how they receive. I'm accountable to give. And as long as I have received the faith... I then can be justified and am justified. And God says, by the faith that it took for you to get saved, that unlocks a door. And outside that door is a whole realm of glory that you can live by faith. And it's just as glorious as your salvation. Living by faith is fun. It really is. So, there is a faith for justification. But God says, the just shall live by faith. So it's not just by the faith that it took to get saved. There's another faith by which we who are just are to live. And I hold in my hands the word of faith. There it is. These are the words of faith. Now, I'm going to get into this real quick. Number two, I'm doing good on time too, so hang in there. I might even give you two minutes back. After we're saved, our faith then opens us to a world of living by faith. Romans chapter 1, verse number 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Then it says, the just shall live by faith. Now... Go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Look at verse number 4. This is speaking of Jesus. But he answered and said, It is Written. Now look at me. Where was it written? In Scripture, right? The Word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. (sighs) Folks, there is, for the English-speaking people, the King James Bible, the every word Bible that was spoken out of the mouth of God. Now watch this. God says that the just shall live by faith. If God did not give and preserve an eternal word of God that is every word, then man cannot live. 
These little pussyfooters going around. Well, the King James Bible is a good version, it's, but it's not the only one. Those are the people to be leery of. It's not the King James Version. It's the King James Bible. It's not the KJV. It's the KJB. It's not a version. This, this is the one for the English-speaking people. And God has preserved his eternal words for the just to live. And there has to be an every... By the way, these people that believe in all these other perversions of the Bible, ask them which one is the every word Bible. Well, none of them are, but this one's a little bit more accurate than this one, and this one goes according to this type. And we just don't really know. That means they're lost and on their way to hell probably. Because my Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glories of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, and we have the very words of God. That's why the battle for the Bible is such a big deal. <laughs> Folks, uh, I'll go to my grave fighting for the King James Bible and I don't give a rip. I really don't. You say, you just think that's the only one. I don't think. I know. Now, I can go into three and four and five hours worth of dissertations on the different texts, the Alexandrian texts and the Dead Sea Scrolls and the dead uh, professors that try to dig them up and they've dug up bones and everything else and they're as dumb as a $3 bill. Folks, I can go into all these things. I can show you the perverted text. I can show you the, uh, the, the Latin Vulgate and all the, the, by the way, which the Catholic Bible comes from. Hundreds of years after the true text. Jesus was quoting man. He says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Listen to me. He was quoting scripture that was farther in the past from him than it has been from Jesus to us. If he could quote it from almost 3,000 years and say it's written, and has the authority to beat the devil with it, I think we have the authority with the King James Bible. Amen. There has to be an every word Bible somewhere, or man cannot live by faith. Right. Turn to Romans chapter 4. Man, you almost got me mad. Romans chapter 4, look at verse number 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. Sounds kind of like Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith. To the end of the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. 
before him whom believed, whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which are not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in what? Faith. It wasn't weak in his salvation. Being weak in his living by faith. Correct? Watch this. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred, when he was a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. He's talking about God. If God said it, God could do it. And wherefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also. To whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who is delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. I want you to notice Abraham was weak by faith, then he was strong by faith. When was he weak by faith? Well, he was weak by faith when he was in his mid-80s, and Sarah said, I ain't going to have no babies anymore because... I'm way past that point. Take my handmaid and have a baby with her. And Ishmael was born. Fourteen late years later, Abraham is 99. Sarah is 89 and she gets pregnant. Uh-oh. Can you imagine, ladies, having a baby at 90? Mm-hmm. There would be two murders. It would be a murder-suicide. And I'm not sure who's pulling the trigger first. Maybe it's a double murder. I don't know. But it's just not supposed to happen that way. But once it did, Abraham then had faith strengthened by God. That's why he was willing to offer up his son, Isaac. By the way, Isaac was an adult man then, not a child. Isaac went willingly. Isaac was in his 20s at the time. He was not a baby or, or a little boy. Huh. So he was weak in faith. Then he obeyed, became strong in the faith, and God imputed his faith for righteousness. But there was also a time of weak faith of living now watch this. Oh, go to James chapter 2. Folks, I'm trying to figure out what to leave out. It's not about what do I say, it's what do I don't say. He, uh, James chapter 2. It's right after the book of Hebrews. James chapter 2. Look at verse number 1. My brethren... Have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Oh. God says, don't you think you're better than somebody else because you're saved? That's right. 
don't you think somebody couldn't get saved? I'm against the sin of the alphabet soup crowd, but guess what? They need the gospel. I'm against the evil Satanists, but guess what? They need the gospel. I'm not for the perverts and the murderers. They need the gospel, and then justice can be (laughs) taken. I believe in that. Uh, James chapter 2, look down to verse number 14. We read some of this last week. Hang on, we're going to read fast. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? Yes. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, and you are warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Somebody comes to you and they're hungry or they don't have anything to wear, and they say, uh, could you help me? And you say, well, God bless you, have faith, and you walk away. You didn't do anything with your faith. This is where I'm going to get in trouble if somebody's listening. I get awful upset at these preachers that want people to uh, have their give it all Sundays. Give all of your paycheck one, one time. You can live by faith. No, you're asking all your creditors to live by faith. How about you pray down the money for it and live by faith? How about you give up going to the sheets and Dunkin' Donuts and all those things for about six months and give that money? Ouch. Now we're going to meddling. Verse number 16, uh, 17. Even so faith, if it hath not works is dead being alone. Now look at me. Is this talking about the faith to get saved? No, this is talking about the faith by which the just live. This is not talking about the faith to get saved. This is talking about the faith of the saved, of the just. Now watch this. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show thee my faith by my works. Well, I have faith, preacher. (laughs) Put up or shut up. That's what God said here. Some people, well, I have faith, God. I have faith that God's going to do this. Okay, then what are you going to do about it? God says our, the just shall live by faith. Not the power of positive thinking. By faith. And I'll show you what that means in a minute. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. And devils also believe and tremble. Did you know that the devil believes in God? Probably more than the average Christian does. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? It's not talking about faith to get saved. It's talking about the faith of the saved. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar? Did Abraham offer Isaac to get saved? No. 
He was showing his faith in God as a saved man what he would do. Now watch this. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect. That word perfect means complete. And the what? Scripture was fulfilled. Which saith, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Ye see how that by works a man is justified. And not by faith only. In other words, he said, you see how a man is justified before God by his works of faith. It didn't say that God sees him justified by works. It says, you see. Likewise, also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works? When she had received the messengers and sent them out another way, Rahab was a harlot. She wasn't saved because she harbored those spies and sent them out. She was saved by faith. Her works to, to save those spies and get them out safely are what saved her and her family later, verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Lost people have a dead spirit. Are they dead? No, but their spirit is. There are Christians who walk around dead. Like a lost person. Because all they did was get saved and they've never walked through the door of, of a as a just person to live in the realm of living by faith. So we look at life through the eyes of a carnal. Well, I just don't understand why God would do this. If I were God, you're looking the wrong direction. You're trying to be the devil. How about you live by faith? And let your works prove it. Go back just a few pages. Hebrews chapter 11. I got two more verses and I'm done. Two more passages. Hebrews chapter 11. Look at num verse number one. Now faith. Look at this. Is, a, is the substance. Substance. Is substance something tangible? Yes or no? Yes it is. So faith is not power of positive thinking. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I have in my hand the book that holds the evidence of things not seen. Amen. This is the full proof of evidence. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it, by what? Faith. The elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. In other words, there's no such thing as evolution. Amen. Takes more faith to believe evolution than it does God created the heavens and the earth. Go to Jude. It's right before the book of Revelation. Go to the book of Revelation and turn back one page. You'll be there. 
There's only one chapter. If you find chapter 2, throw the Bible away. (laughs) Best way to say it. Uh, Don't tell us your sin. All right. Jude, look at verse number 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. Watch this. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Look at me. Earnestly contend. Do you know what the word contend means? Fight. Boxing rounds used to use the term, uh, boxing matches used to use, uh, it was a, uh, a, a contender match. And God said we are to earnestly contend for the faith. What is the faith? The word of God. What is the faith? Not only the gospel, but also Christian living. It is the gospel. And I'm going to show you next week how Jesus preached the gospel. Jesus preached the gospel. There's only ever been one gospel. Now watch this. But we are to contend. Tell people about Jesus Christ. Say, well, it might get a little argumentative. You don't have to argue. You just got to contend for it. Living by faith is not the power of positive thinking. Living by faith is not only faith in the gospel to get saved, but once you put the faith that God gave you in the gospel and get saved, then a new realm is opened to those who are saved to live by faith, which is the word of God. Now, we begin to trust God by obeying his word and not ourself or our own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he, by the Holy Spirit and the word of God, shall direct thy paths. This living by faith, after we are justified by faith, this is what we battle. And the battle for the Bible is the most important. You cannot live by faith if we do not have the right Bible. Check it out. Churches who do not preach the King James Bible, they have the wrong music, they have the wrong standards, and they don't go soul winning. Check it out. I'll guarantee it. Say, well, I know one that doesn't. Wait five years and they won't be. It always happens. Always. Over 15,000, I'm sorry, over 22,000 Southern Baptist churches last year never saw one person walk an aisle for salvation. Charles Stanley died. Used to be the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh, what a wonderful man. Charles Stanley, since I've been alive, never used the King James Bible. 
What a great man of faith. He was a heretic in my book. Somebody who uses the wrong Bible isn't helping God. They're not contending for the faith. Every head bowed, every eye closed, I've got to shut it down, I'm done. The just shall live by faith. His righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. He gives us the faith for salvation. We get saved. Then he's given us a word of God by which we are to live by faith. Let me ask you a question. How's your faith for living?